Welcome to the Media Rock Podcast. So, Mike, I know you do a lot of design stuff too, and I was curious on what process you have or how do you find inspiration for the things that you create? Yeah. Um, so there's a, I do a, a, quite a few things, but um, probably the most simplest or the easiest thing I do is I just go out to different blogs um, that I follow uh, and, and actually just look at them for different design inspiration. So a lot of the work that I do from a design perspective is kind of like content layout, uh, like WBT, web-based training design and that kind of stuff on a daily basis. So uh, what I'll do is I'll go out to um, sites like Abuzito. Um, I'll also look at, uh, you know, different design sites, maybe like Dribble or maybe like Behance, just to get some ideas on, you know, what's popular, what's looking cool so that I can try to get some inspiration uh, there. Yeah, so... I always found when I was doing the, the training modules design, it was a little more challenging for some reason. Um, so have you, I don't know, know if you're the one that turned me on to eLearning Brothers, but that had some templates and stuff like that and some functionality kind of, kind of already built that you just dropped your content into. Um, do you have any resources for templates or learning tricks for certain functionality types in yeah i mean if we're, if we're talking specifically like training design and they are talking like web-based training type of stuff yeah e-learning brothers was a tool that we used um uh, in my workplace um, they have a, a library of assets that you can use they have um and uh, they have templates they have different things you can just plug and play into all sorts of uh, e-learning tools but um there's also uh, another tool um, called Articulate Storyline, and they have a whole community that has like free templates that is oh. just built into this website. It's called eLearning Heroes, and so there's a lot of good stuff there. You know, just to kind of plug and play. Um, more, you have to tweak things there a little bit more um, to get it to where you want it to be, but it looks good. But a lot of times, I, I from a from a design inspiration perspective. I really look at a lot of like PowerPoint design <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and I try to find some PowerPoint templates or things like that too. Uh, and uh, I feel you know real comfortable with PowerPoint and my design skills there. And so I'll design something in PowerPoint and then port it over to, you know, my, you know, e-learning development tools and different things like that. And, and so that actually is, is kind of my process <laughs> for building things. Uh, but so I, I'll even go to different, like, you know, presentation design uh blogs and things like that like um to just to get some ideas so like there's i follow like a blog called ethos three um they're a design presentation firm um slide magic is another one that i follow um i follow a, a site called the ux collective and and they have a lot of neat ways to do like ui design which is really cool for uh, you know when you're doing e-learning kind of stuff and then um, there's another site out there. It's just called the Daily Infographic, and they just do an infographic every day. And and so I like that flat design, that flat feel. And so I, I, t I tend to go out there too and uh, take a look every once in a while at 
at what are they doing and how are they creating shapes and different things to you know make their infographics on their sites so there's a there's a lot of things i look at you know from logo design to layout to infographs all those kinds of things just to get an, a, a good feel for what's popular what's looking good and you know what can i do with you know the resources and the skills that i have mm-hmm. yeah i think those i think that's the thing i struggled with when it came to um like the learning module design was the interactivity and like, yeah, you can lay out a certain way, but I'm like, how do I, how can I make this interesting other than just having an X button all the time? So right. that was something I, I, I found difficult to overcome from time at times. Um, but that daily infographic thing is pretty cool. I, I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, some things that I, when I'm looking for design inspiration, um, yeah, I go to the noun project, which has a lot of neat icon designs. Oh yeah. And uh, so there's I love the now project. Yeah, some of the stuff's not great, but it's it's user generated content. If it's if you're using it personally, it's free. But obviously, if you're using it commercially, you have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> I remember <laughs> I got a segue. I remember one time I typed in I wanted a lightning bolt out of noun project and a lightning bolt with a poop emoji came up and I just <laughs> lost it. I couldn't, <laughs> like, I'm like, what is this, a lightning turd? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, someone thought it was useful. But but they have a lot. They have a lot of a lot of good other <laughs> things out there as well. Yeah, I, and the funny thing is, you can get those pretty easily for free. But if you start searching on other f- stock photography sites, you see the same things in those same areas, like. They're double dipping here a little bit, but I guess that's what you got to do if that's your if you're trying to make some content and get get paid for it. You were mentioning uh, logo design. I found that uh, Logo Pond is a good place for that. Yeah, you can yeah. you can search for a topic, uh, a word, and it tries to pull in all those things. Like I think you can search by color maybe, and it it has a pretty good uh, search feature where you can see logos that have that certain whatever you search for i'm not explaining this very well but so so with logo pond you can type in like a color scheme you're looking for or something like that no Is that right? let's, let me try that let me look it up i've i'm like i'm not because i'm not articulating this very well logo pond so if i type in Blue, do I get colors? Not necessarily. Well, yeah, it does. So it. So if I if I, I can search. I guess thematically, like if I type in a color blue, it, it pulls in some logos that have that, kind of associated with it. Um, it pulls in. I don't. It just the 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 search functionality for something that's visual, uh, usually a picture like this. Um, it seems it's very robust. And it, it, you can get a lot of ideas quickly when it comes to trying to come up idea, with ideas for a logo. So I found that one pretty um, interesting. And then um, for design inspiration, um, Smashing Magazine is a, another good one. It's a little bit more, it's, it's like it says, it's a magazine. So it's got a little more ads and it's, it's very blog-like, but it's it helps you stay on on trend if you're if you're trying to 
create something that's kind of new or groundbreaking. So that that's a that's an interesting one, and they have a lot of different topics to cover. So it could be UI UX, it could be graphic design, it could be videography, it could be photography, anything like that. So um, it's it's pretty broad, and they got a lot of cool stuff that they give away for free too. I remember going to Smashing Magazine uh, back when we worked together, and I would get cool desktop backgrounds. That's mm-hmm. what I would go there for. Yeah, <laughs> I think they have a couple I, monthly I, I think ones. One of the away. coolest sites for it. What was that? I think they give they have some sort of competition or something like that where they have monthly desktop wallpapers that people submit and you can download. But they're usually pretty cool. And then um, if I'm looking for something a little bit more off the wall, I'll, I'll start with a Google search, and I usually find what I'm looking for there. But I've actually started to use Pinterest more for this type of stuff. And it's a great way to create something that I could share with other people for them to collaborate on. So I have this project at work and my boss and I, we were making this pin Pinterest board where we were finding ideas and sharing it to the same place. So we could each take a look and gather inspiration and comment on about certain things we liked or not. And uh, that was a social network that I've never used that has become very useful for me here recently. So I never thought I'd be a Pinterest guy. <laughs> I use Pinterest for like looking at tattoos. I wish I wanted, I wish I had and uh, looking <laughs> for <laughs> uh, how to create garden beds for my backyard and things like that. I guess I never really thought of it, the use it for like design inspiration and things like that though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how easy it is to find things if it's not, can't be captured in a, a picture that would be on the top top of a blog or something like that so i think that's kind of what is the attention grabbing thing for for pinterest but it's been it's been useful for collaboration that's for sure cool that's awesome man so ryan what is the media that is rocking you <laughs> right now so what are you watching listening to what is uh, uh what are you playing uh, or whatever so what's up in your media life what's, what's up in my world um i have been playing a lot of the new tony hawk one plus two remaster so it would awesome it's it's a it's a fun time um and it takes a lot of the stuff that they've developed for later games and brought it backwards into the early games so i don't yeah. think um and this gets a little nerdy if you're not a tony hawk fan but um, the revert where you can kind of do your trick on a half pipe and you come down and you can slide your board around and keep the trick going to have a bigger combo. So that's just one thing. Um, but it's been fun watching my daughter play it because it. W- I wouldn't say it's a violent game, but you, you fall a lot, obviously. And there was, there was a little bit of blood, not tons, but right. it's got a cool feature. Like when you fall down, like you start getting glitchy and then it the music kind of does this weird like effect where it sounds like you're pulling your headphones out of your ears and still playing and then and then you kind of like glitch back and you're on your board again and the music goes back to normal and it's it's just this interesting effect it's it's it's, it seems more digital versus kind of the analog feel of falling down on your skateboard or something like that but (laughs) that's um it's been fun uh 
Lizzie's been getting good at it, and uh, we've been playing back and forth a little bit of couch co-op where she she gets the easier things, and I try to do the harder things. Um, but then she started her own campaign on her own account on my PlayStation, and we've been building characters, and she wants help getting her stats up so she can go faster, jump higher, stuff like that. So it's it's fun to that's to pass the torch for my Tony. That's Hawk awesome. Logo. I used to, I played a ton of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. Uh, yeah on on the playstation i think it was playstation 2 yep uh back in the day oh i love that game that was awesome yeah i my friend and i my roommate and i in college when i went to ut right out of high school we uh spent many days and nights playing that game we we gave up on classes and social activities (laughs) to play uh, digital skateboarding right yeah (laughs) real skateboarding (laughs) that was probably the first game i beat 100% 100% everything all the characters were maxed out all the levels all, everything so that was that was yeah. a good time yeah. so what character what character are you can do you pick like different characters like who's your go-to character uh well I started with Tony Hawk but then Lizzie and I got into creating our own characters so I, gotcha. I was I've been using her since since she wanted to skate really fast and jump really high which helps you get some of those secret areas that you have to get like yeah. the, the hidden uh, tape or um, this vicarious vision the logo uh, the company that made the the game right. it's usually in a harder to reach area so you have to have those higher stats to be able to jump and get up there and sometimes you have to grind so i have to like tweak the stats to to, to kind of <laughs> get, get the achievement <laughs> yeah um, because i don't have all the stats maxed, maxed out yet but i would yeah. always play with a guy now i think his name was bucky bucky lassick Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, I would always play with him. He was my go-to character in Pro, in Pro Skater Three. Yeah, and Pro Skater Three was, um, I think his name is Rodney Mullen, and it was yeah. only because I liked his starting animation. Like he'd start on his board sideways and do some sort of kickflip and land on it and take off, and I just thought that was cool. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's that's wow, the big that's... thing. I can't think of any. Um, TV shows or movies or music that I've listened to that's new recently. Yes. So for me, uh, what's been uh, rocking my world in terms of media is Cobra Kai on Netflix. Uh, so that came out, I know it was a web series for uh, YouTube TV probably back um, a couple years ago or whatever, but they just released a second season uh, out on uh, Netflix. And so I, I, uh, power watch i binge watched the entire first season they're short episodes they're like you know 25 minutes an episode but i I watched an entire season in an evening after work (laughs) (laughs) like like i sat down and i did nothing and i stayed up till midnight and i just like (laughs) my wife was texting me and she's like i'm going to bed and i'm like okay cobra kai (laughs) you know so so you know i have (laughs) I have a, I am, I, I'm totally into this, this show. So the, the basis of it is, is that, uh, for those who haven't seen it is it's probably 30 years later. And after all of the karate kid movies and the, uh, 
Cobra Kai, the uh, one of the kids in the the original movie, his name was Johnny. He was the one who would always fight Daniel's son, Daniel Russo, uh, LaRusso, uh, at the at the tournaments and things like that. Um, well, it's basically him, and you know he's kind of down and out on his luck, and he's been having a hard time, and he's kind of still living in the eighties, uh, you know, and back in his glory days and things like that. Uh, whereas uh, you know Daniel LaRusso has uh, you know kind of grown up started a huge car dealership uh you know and kind of has everything going well in his life and so some things happen and 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 so forth and and uh johnny decides he's gonna reopen his, his karate school because that's what he was good at that's what he was known for and he opened up his school called uh you know cobra kai and and he starts off having like all these like really wimpy kids coming into the school and he's got a like a really bad attitude about wimpy kids um so so but he whips them into shape and they start you know and 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 the and just the show is so good like it it, it took me back you know because I, I was still like such a nostalgic experience for me going through this and i was like man I, I love this show so so we uh so i finished the first first season in one night then i rewatched it with my wife because she wanted to watch it because i told her it was so good she really liked it and then uh, this weekend we finished season two and it's, it's good show. So cool. I would definitely recommend it to anyone. So it's out on Netflix. So go check it out. I know you're a music guy. Is there any new songs that you have that you're listening to? New to you? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> new to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, my songs are kind of explicit, so I don't know, but <laughs> so, so, well, one of the songs that has, uh, really caught my eye, uh, lately, uh, it's, uh, got a lot of cuss words in it, but, uh, it's called obey by bring, uh, bring me the horizon. Uh, oh, is and, this the uh, one you sent me a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I sent you the yeah. other day and man, when I first heard that song, I had noise canceling earphones on and it just gave me chills all through my body. Just, just hearing like the sound, it reminded me of like something like Rob zombie ish kind of the, just the kind of the way the, the sound was and everything back in the day. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's the, that that rock and roll getting back into some of those rock and roll songs so mm. i've been enjoying a lot of rock and roll music lately yeah yeah i i i've been listening to i think i've told you and we even talked about it that like this the surf music uh the kind of like the 50s 60s kind of rockabilly type stuff that's just been i've been i can't get enough of it right now for whatever reason <laughs> that's cool <laughs> that's cool uh, another band to, to check out too is uh actually my dad uh, passed it on to me the other day. He's like, Hey, check this guy, these guys out. Um, it's called Billy talent. Um, they're like a mixture of all sorts of bands or, uh, from Canada. Um, uh, you can tell they, they get a lot of inspiration from a lot of different bands. So like, like there's like Matt, I can hear some Mike chemical romance in some of their songs. I can hear like yellow card. I can hear Foo Fighters in some of their songs. Mm. I can hear blink 182 in some of their songs. So if you kind of like just a, a, an eclectic mix of music, they've got a pretty good sound and, and they're, they're a good one to check out. They're called Billy talent. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for dropping into this episode of the media rock podcast. We want to continue the conversation with all of you between episodes, so check us out on Twitter at MediaRockMe or on Discord. To join our Discord, look for the link in our Twitter profile. Be sure to subscribe so you can be notified for the latest episodes. Until next time, keep on rocking.